Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. Today we're talking about Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. The frozen <laughs> continent. Is it a continent? Yep. Is there land under there? Mm-hmm. It's basically as far away as it can get. Everybody talks about Antarctica and says, oh, we need your ice because of the sea ice and the climate. But nobody ever says, hey, what about the natives? That's because there's not none. So is it the only continent without native people? Yep. Imagine being all the way at the bottom of Argentina and being like, ooh, this is cold. What if I go in the direction of where it's colder? And keep going. We don't know what's over there. People kind of knew it was down there. It was like, theoretically, like, in theory, there's probably something down there, maybe. So Natalie, before we get too deep, what is Antarctica? Antarctica is the Earth's southernmost continent, and it contains the South Pole, and it is situated in the Antarctic region of the Southern Hemisphere, and it is almost entirely south of the Antarctic Circle, and then there's an ocean around it. Is the ocean around Antarctica, does that have a name, or is it just like the South Pacific, the South Atlantic? It's called the Southern Ocean. Southern Ocean, okay cold down there is it just pointed away from the sun is that the whole thing and a lot of times it like in the winter the sun never comes up it's just dark the whole time and that's the same way it is in the arctic yeah like up in alaska northern canada northern russia right the whole place is like that instead of just like little sections of different places you know what I've been thinking about ever since you said Antarctica earlier today is <laughs> I've been thinking, what if you were flying? And here's the thing. When we think of the solar system, uh-huh. as we often do. I hate thinking about it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we think about that big boy at the center. Uh-huh. That hot fucker. <laughs> the one, the only hot fucker. <laughs> And we're spinning around it. And when you think about it, you see the computer animation in your head. You see the earth whizzing around. You're like Africa, Europe, Asia, Americas, right? And Antarctica's on the bottom. Well, I'll tell you what I've been thinking about because there's no up and down in space because up and down is based on gravity. Mm -hmm. If you flew and your spaceship was turned 180 and you're approaching the solar system, everything else, because all the other planets is just bullshit covered in gas. Right. Right. How do you land on that? Yeah. (laughs) Nobody knows. That's why we stay on this planet but you're flying to antarctica and you're like oh better stay away from that hot fucker <laughs> and you zoom in and you're you do the goldilocks like this planet's too hot this planet's too full of sulfuric acid oh that one's just right and you get closer and closer and you're like man what's that planet with looks like it's got upside down africa <laughs> <laughs> that's got a big antarctica on the top mm-hmm. i heard about that that's where they did the thing <laughs> Right. (laughs) And the aliens fucking get excited because they're like, I saw it. One guy goes in to shock. He goes in to shock the guy who got the thing. He gives him like the... (laughs) 
the zapper paddles. Sure, yeah. The heart shocker, uh-huh. and he goes in, and then the guy's body opens up, and it chomps his hands off. Yeah, that movie fucking wrecks. I love that movie. And the aliens, <laughs> and the aliens get so pumped, and they're like, the guy's got the flamethrower, and they land. It's just nothing, and they think they're on the top of the planet, but they're on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's too cold here. It turns out that they got the Goldilocks wrong. It's entirely too cold. Natalie, how cold is it? Cold as shit. There you have it. (laughs) Cold as a bitch. The temperature in in Antarctica ranges usually between negative 80 at Celsius, because it's scientists down there. Mm -hmm. And they hit a maximum of around, of like 15 degrees Celsius in some areas. 15 Celsius. So that's 60 degrees our temperature, right? Roughly, yeah, sure. And negative 80 Celsius is like... Negative 112. But the lowest recorded temperature on Earth ever was down there. Negative 89.2 Celsius. I mean, past about negative 15 or 20, like I've never felt anything (laughs) that cold. So anything beyond that is just... Negative 128 points. That is very cold. I bet you you could die in that. I bet. I bet you could die in the cold. I think everybody's first thing they do in Antarctica is like, they start rubbing their hands first off because they're cold, but then also in anticipation, like we're going to do so much cold shit. (laughs) We're going to do, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get an ice cube tray and instead of putting it in the freezer, (laughs) I'm just going to put it outside my technical base. Right. <laughs> Just right out there on the metal grating of the base entrance. I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to open the back door. I'm going to toss it out. Yeah. And then it's going to freese in the air. And then you're going to love it. It's just like they do on YouTube all the time. Only colder. I don't know what you're subscribed to. <laughs> you're Whenever subscribed there's ever to any keep... weather, that is always what they do. It's like, I'm going to toss it. Toss some hot shit out the window and see what happens. Yeah, a few years ago, it got to like negative 15 or something here in Ohio. People said it's the boiling water challenge. Yeah, right, right. And they would make up pots of boiling water, which is easier than it sounds. Because <laughs> you can start with cold water. Yeah, you just wait for it. It just happens on its own. Yeah, you just give that sucker some time. But they, what they would do is they would whip it out the door with such abandon they would fail to realize that they or someone else was in the way of the boiling water, which ends how you would imagine. <laughs> Human burns. Burns. Burning in the snow. Yeah, not the best thing to happen to your human, so. (laughs) Don't do that with your human, guys. Antarctica is the fifth largest continent and is twice the size of Australia. Really? Mm -hmm. Fifth largest. How many are there? Seven? Yes. You could say it's the third smallest continent. (laughs) You could go both ways on that one, couldn't you? I try to be positive. A continent is bigger than most things, though. Yeah. A continent is pretty big, so give them credit. What's the smallest continent? Australia. Australia is the smallest continent. It's five times smaller than Antarctica. It's great that Australia is only half the size of Antarctica, because if that fucker were large, the world would be in trouble. And that's, I'm going to leave it at that. But if it was much larger than it is, then it would start being, it would start leaking into the parts of the earth where it's not so cold. Okay, tell me what you feel when I do this. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's my didgeridoo. Oh. 
I don't have one here because I'm not on the cursed continent. <laughs> I wouldn't let you have one. I, w- I would have to draw a line somewhere. Like I don't, I don't really care like about other instruments. I would probably say no to that one. And that is, I'm just gonna say that is something Natalie has never. I've never said no to. You've anything. never yeah. not let me have something. I've never, f- I've never been like, don't get that. The fact that you would disallow me. <laughs> from owning a didgeridoo speaks volumes. And so, well, we're not here to talk about the continent where the C word is like going to the market for bread. What? Dude, I can't just say, I mean, you can't just say the C word. What's the, what's the C word? Continent? <laughs> Synthesizer? <laughs> Okay, 98% of Antarctica is covered by ice that averages 1.9 kilometers thick. That makes sense. So there is, but you said it's covered in ice, uh-huh. so there's land under there. Sure. Uh-huh. So once upon a time, so what's the land? I mean, it's just rock, right? It's just rocks, yeah. There's not. There's nothing good down there. Uh-uh. So what's the whole, what's the whole deal with it? Why do we even go there? Because scientists like to go there to do math. The same the same way they like going to outer space to do math. Man, the algebra just hits different here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Take this algebra on the road. <laughs> I'm going to make the line go up and down on the graph. And then, even though I already got the graph, I'm going to turn it into a number sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I'm just on that big Raytheon cargo plane heading to McMurdo Station in Antarctica, I just think, rip to Ernest Shackleton, but I'm different. <laughs> uh, in Antarctica, there's hardly any people there. They're all artificially, right. we artificially took them there. At peak times, there's only about 5,000 people there. I would have thought there were more. So in um, uh, from America, uh, everybody that goes is like an employee of Raytheon, isn't that the isn't that the deal? It's on the South Pole. So what they did is sort of pie slices, right? Yeah, right. They did pie slices, and they said, okay, from here, from this section on the coast, and then draw a straight line to the South Pole. This is the Netherlands area of Antarctica. Right. We're talking about 5,000 people and like, okay, if you guys, it's like a little section of Twitter when they all decide to argue. It's like, you can just do that. Just do that. You guys just figure it out. Okay, that's another, ooh, that's Netherlands. Well, part of the thing with Antarctica is they signed something like back in the 50s or the 60s that basically just dedicated the entire continent to peaceful scientific research. Right. And there's not really anything there for people to fight over. In terms of, like, resources. And so no one really has an economic interest in Antarctica. And so I think that the people who are down there are just, like, scientists. So do they have dogs? I don't think so. Because that's the main thing from watching the thing. Because that's what set everything off. Spoiler alert, but if you haven't watched a movie from 1982, I'm going to go ahead and say it's too late. (laughs) You missed it. (laughs) You missed it, but they had dogs. And also, this is the intro to the movie, is they had dogs. Anyway, there was a dog, and the dog gave them... (laughs) Think of it as a primordial corona. Yeah. (laughs) That turns your blood into an animal, and also you're the animal. Uh Uh-huh. It's a very... Like that. No, that's absolutely... That's the sound they make. (laughs) 
and there's no other name for that but John Carpenter's The Thing. <laughs> it's crazy. And then your blood is a monster. And you are the monster. Your blood is a monster. You ate a guy's hands. And then the guy's chest ate your hands off. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. That's, that's, that's like basically my single um, reference point to Antarctica. Yeah, I've never been. You've never been. I've looked at pictures, but what is there to see? Snow. Ice. The quintessential Antarctica photo is when you got an uncle and your uncle gets a piece of paper out of the inkjet printer and he holds it up and he goes, hey, and you're like, yes. And he says, what is this? And you're like, a piece of paper. He goes, think again. It's polar bear in Antarctica. <laughs> so I've, I've got two reference points. <laughs> Yeah, you're smarter than I am with Antarctica stuff. <laughs> this was my favorite thing when I was reading about Antarctica is that Antarctica was originally called Terra Australis, and they would shorten it and call it Australia. This was before they had people in Australia who weren't like indigenous. Yeah. Antarctica was referred to as Australia. It was like a theoretical landmass. Like they didn't really know anything. They'd never seen it. It's just like... They assumed it was there. Then people started going to Australia, to current Australia, not the old-timey Australia. <laughs> yeah, uh, there were European settlers. Is yeah, European. There were European settlers started coming over, and they started colonizing Australia. And then they were like, "We're going to be Australia." They stole the name. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had. And so for eighty years after that, there was no name for Antarctica. Well, <laughs> you know what I would, <laughs> what I would have called it. Well, first of all, I'm not pro-colonialism, but if I always thought of that old icy land mass as Terra Australis, and then the fucking English came in and they were like, "Mate, mate, we're gonna." This be that. is actually Terra Australis. I would be like, "Well, truly, now the southern ice cap is what I would call the land down under." <laughs> <laughs> Your didgeridoo kind of sounds like like the foghorn in the lighthouse. <laughs> no coincidence. <laughs> yeah, so they did not end up naming Antarctica until the 1890s. And that is when they named it Antarctica after Australia took their name. What does the name Antarctica mean? They called that area the Antarctic, just like the top part is the Arctic. Yeah, anti-Arctic. Like, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Antifa. Yeah. So it's like there's no poeticness to it at all. They just named it, like, they just put an A on the end of the name of the region of the globe it was in. Giving, like, an English name to a part of the world where nobody lives is, like, fine. Mm -hmm. Going into Africa and splitting Africa up like Europe did for a couple hundred years, going in and dividing it all up and being like, no, this is my little part of Africa. <laughs> 
and then deciding you're gonna like rename all the little regions you can't there's people living there they have their own idea of what they call their place just go by what they said they are the ones who are still there dumbass right right in 1775 captain cook who is a boat guy maybe you've heard of him he wrote that he thought that antarctica was probably there and he thought that it was more than probable that there was a landmass there and he thought that they might have seen like part of it the ice shelf around it and so european maps and around that time antarctica was just like a blob because it was nothing they didn't know anything about it yeah their maps were really inaccurate and all they could do is put like a dotted line and be like something might be here mm-hmm, right and so the first people to see antarctica it was in 1820 and it was a boat that was captained by some dude named Fabian Gottlieb von Billingshausen. And so he was, he said, I saw it. I saw Antarctica. And then people was like, well, it's definitely there then. Antarctica was the last landmass to be seen by people. I always think about, well, who was there before? Who, right? Who Nobody lived, was there before. Who lived in America before Europeans came? Well, there were big societies here. Who lived in Africa before the Europeans came? Who lived in South America and the Caribbean, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always, I always like to think about that. Right. The very southern tip of South America is the closest landmass to Antarctica. Uh-huh. There was no way for people in like Ushuaia, Argentina, to get to Antarctica. That's like, a, how far away is that? That's really far, right? It's pretty far. 2,098 miles. Yeah, so it's so far... You can't really expect anybody to have gotten there like in a dugout canoe or something. Right. And it's so cold that if you were just in a dugout canoe with like no specialist equipment, you would die in the water like well before you got to Antarctica. Yeah, you would not have enough room for all the lemons you would need to eat to battle the scurvy. And you would freeze to death before you even got close to it. And that's like the ending of the thing. (laughs) Do you know about all the animals that live there? No. Well, you better fucking suck it up because it's the quiz, baby. Oh, 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 oh. I have a list of life forms on Antarctica. And, you know, we should have done this about the thing because that would have been easy. The answer is dogs, people, and the thing. My favorite part in the thing is when the guy had the blood, the syringe, and he sucked the blood out of the guy and he put it in the Petri dish and he was, like, trying to see if it was going to... He yeah. was testing people. And then it's like... Blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like I'm back there in Antarctica. <laughs> That's like... I'm I'm serving up some, like, Antarctica realness right now. (laughs) The quiz is life forms of Antarctica. Number one, I got to go with penguins. Penguins. What are they even doing there? Looking for fish. Fish. (laughs) I'll give it to you. It's not on the list, but I'll give it to you because there are fish there, I'm sure. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any penguins. So how many answers are there? Like 20. Okay, so we got two in and we've already (laughs) determined that the list is incomplete. (laughs) You know what I think would be there is some shit like walrus. Seals. That's that's not a walrus, but thank you for being (laughs) so flexible. I appreciate it. Feeling benevolent today. Everything there is like very blubbery. 
Yeah. It's got to be to withstand the cold. Uh-huh. I know there's a bird called the Arctic tern. Are there birds in Antarctica? There's snow petrels. Say that again. Snow petrel. And what do they do? They're little birds. They're little white birds. They fly around, eat fish. Gosh, who could blame them? That's called seafood. <laughs> Name of the game down there is eating seafood. There's got to be like some algae type stuff. Algae is on the list. I feel like if you have algae, you've got to have bacteria. Bacteria is not multicellular. So I'm determining the criteria of the quiz after having taken some of it. (laughs) Multicellular life forms. (laughs) Yep, narrows it down. Are there tardigrades there? Oh, there's so many tardigrades there. Because they can survive anywhere, so why not go... You fucking love a tardigrade. You know, it's depressing that the local neighborhood school has a water polo team, but on the plus side, they are called water bears, which are one of the common names for tardigrades. Right, right. Which are these very small little organisms that are... Unkillable. They're unkillable. I think they're called extremophiles. They can live in any temperature. They can live in a vacuum. They can live in extreme heat and extreme cold. Let's give a nod out to the microbiota of the world. (laughs) They're little, and they got it going on. Tardigrade is thick. (laughs) Small. Zoom in there with a microscope and look at that sucker's ass. He's small but thick. (laughs) His face kind of looks like a butthole. Tune in next week when we look up tardigrade penis on Bing. (laughs) Do they have penises? Don't move that radio dial. <laughs> this I, I caught myself this past week saying, hold on, I need to tape this. <laughs> hold on. About your Animal Crossing? Record my little move around. No, it was something in real life, but I did. I had my I had my Apple iPhone 10X and I was like, I need to tape this. <laughs> There's nothing cold-blooded, because, buddy, that blood is going to get cold, let me tell you. Cold as a motherfucker. You're just going to get born and just start hibernating, and that's going to be it. (laughs) Are polar bears from there? Uh, Nope. They're only in the Arctic. Yep, that's true. Mm. That's a true fact. No polar bears, and there's no Antarctica bears. They should have called them North Polar Bears, because if there's no South Polar Bears, right? Right. Can I say people? There's people there. No, because people can't live there, like, naked outside. Oh, yeah? Have you ever seen the thing? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Is there, like, shellfish? Is there, like, little oysters and clams and crabs and obelisks? No. Little guys? No. I'm trying to think of any animal that's, like, covered in a layer of fat. Do they have ducks? No. No ducks. Ducks are full. They eat crackers and stuff, though. They don't have those down in Antarctica. (laughs) (laughs) Something that's plagued me for quite some time is I've read at least a few times that you're not supposed to give ducks bread. Yeah, they love it, though. I accept this as a fact, but I can never remember what you're supposed to give them instead. So every time we're at the park and I'm like, oh feeding those ducks bread think you're not supposed to do that she's like what what are you supposed to give them and i'm like i think not bread (laughs) two servings a day of bread or less maybe (laughs) i don't i don't really know 
I have no way of learning information on my iPhone XX. <laughs> How much bread is, is allowed for ducks? Duck bread. Duck bread facts. Duck, duck bread. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think they have? Huh. I think they probably have sharks. Uh-uh. Do they have whales? They got whales, though. Do they have whale sharks? What? No. They got blue whales. Are those the biggest ones? Well, if they have blue whales, they probably have, like, plankton. It counts as krill, though, doesn't it? Krill. I think everybody thinks of Antarctica as all the way south. Uh-huh. You true. go all the way south, and you get to a point where any direction from there is north. But I would say, open your mind. What if you went south from there? So well, just think about that. Think about it. I will fully admit that this is a cognitive deficit, okay? <laughs> I'm made of meat, just like anybody else. And my brain is not particularly special. But when I think about going to Antarctica, my mental image is that I'm standing upside down. <laughs> and it's cold. I, I'd like to hear from you <laughs> on the Discord. What's your mental image of going to Antarctica and you're standing in Antarctica? Do you feel yourself looking at yourself from an outside perspective and you're upside down in the... All the ice and stuff is on the top. <laughs> Do you think about that? If you're not on the Discord, <laughs> patreon.com slash University. Are you upside down in your mind's eye? Sometimes when I think about Antarctica and the South Pole, I think about going to find Ernest Shackleton's treasure. I think I'm walking on the ice, but then my brain does, because your brain flips everything, right? Mm-hmm. The way you see things. Mm-hmm. You're actually, the light goes into your brain. The floor goes into your brain at the top. The ceiling goes into your brain at the bottom. And that meat sucker just flips it around so everything's right side up. Yeah, uh-huh. Antarctica is the same way. You might be there and you might be walking, but really... You're hanging off the ass end of the earth. Right. And you're upside down. Uh Uh-huh. Like a bitch. (laughs) If you were an Australian, you would say you're hanging off the bottom of the earth like a C word. (laughs) And that's right. Continent. Continent. (laughs) So, Natalie, I think I've run out of... Guesses for what lives in Antarctica. Right. I feel like I did pretty well. Okay. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven. Tell me what I didn't get. Mites. Lice. Ooh, really? Nematodes. Rotifers. I don't know what that is. Those are the little rotato be- potatoes. Oh, okay. Now I recognize this life form. Let's <laughs> take a picture of them. It's a microorganism. Yeah. Springtails. Which is some guy who looks like a bug. Okay. Uh, Midge, who also looks like a bug, because it is a bug. Orcas, colossal squid, fungi, mosses, and liverwort. What is a liverwort? It's like a plant that's not very pretty. It just looks like an old, sad salad. Some sort of little salad. So you want... <laughs> So we talked very recently about how coconuts float across the ocean. Uh-huh. Oh, do you think they have coconuts in the Antarctica? I think coconuts might refuse to grow. But I almost wonder if there's not some species like liverworts or fungi or moss that maybe traveled somehow on some sort of floating thing, and that's how it propagated. Yeah. 
It had to come from somewhere. Well, it used to not be frozen down there. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. 34 million years ago, it got frozen. So was Antarctica part of the whole supercontinent? Like Gondwana land? Pangea? Yeah, it was part of all the other stuff. All the continents stuck together on the side of the earth like a bitch. (laughs) As I call it, (laughs) C-word. That's a mega (laughs) C-word. One of the other things they have in Antarctica is alien bases with Nazis, and they all live in Antarctica. Okay, so that's a lot to unpack. So alien bases (laughs) Uh with Nazis. Uh Nazi bases. So Nazis, so those for sure existed. Mm -hmm. So those are just people who were Nazis. Uh Okay, that one's easy enough. So where do the aliens come in? They were developing alien technology in order to use it against people during World War II. And they claimed a territory in Antarctica in 1938. They sent an expedition there. And so people were saying that some of the technology they were developing was because they were developing it down there, like secretly. Okay. And it was like alien technology. I still don't get where the aliens come in. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, my thing is with the Nazis is if you can't prove that it's aliens, I would just say it's asshole technology. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, is that the stuff that they, like, they said that a lot of the um, UFOs that they saw, like the people flying airplanes during World War II, they used to see the UFOs and stuff when they were flying around. Yeah. And they said a lot of those UFOs, they claimed that those were Nazi aircrafts as they were developing on their alien base on Antarctica. So given that the Germans, during the lead up to World War II, developed incredible atrocities in Germany and perpetrated them in Europe, you would have to wonder why they would need to go to Antarctica. Like, yeah, listen... We've got some really ill shit here in Germany, but look, we've got to go to Antarctica to develop the real crimes against humanity. It was, yeah, UFO shit. That's the theory. Well, they were developing all that stuff so they could win the war and so they could do their Nazi thing over the whole planet. The problem you always run into when you when you want to research this stuff is that the people who write it, like, they're not very good at keeping it brief yeah there's a lot of unreliable narrators when you talk about nazis in the antarctic building spaceships well yeah so what they also said was that after the war a lot of nazis escaped to the antarctic and had their nazi bases down there where they kept on doing their nazi science stuff oh no you're thinking of argentina but (laughs) but then but then in the 50s the u.s like dropped nukes and they dropped like two or three nukes in antarctica And so they're like, see, they found the bases and they nuked them. Now, the United States was also nuking the Marshall Islands. Right. And the United States was also nuking... The United States. Yeah. (laughs) Nevada. (laughs) Unfortunately, they were nuking Nevada. It was not a great... It was not a great idea. Mm-mm. Nuclear right. bomb happy. They were probably like, we need to do a scientific experiment. What happens if we nuke the ice stuff down there? I have become death destroyer of Nevada. <laughs> Isn't that what uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer said? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
He was quoting the Bhagavad Gita. They fucking, they hated Nevada, but. <laughs> and some people think that they're, the Nazis are down there doing stuff. So nobody knows. Except for people down in Antarctica who don't see any Nazis down there. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's 5,000 people we know about. Mm-hmm. But that's a big place. But they would need to get supplies and stuff. The Nazis. They gotta have somebody down there to sew all their little swastikas onto their stuff. And the thing that they have, like, uh, a room where they grew vegetables. Like a grow room. In the thing? Uh-huh. That's the only thing, like... Oh, God. I When you <laughs> said the thing, I thought you meant the Holocaust. <laughs> no. I was like, no, Natalie. <laughs> that had nothing to do with growing vegetables. <laughs> it was, was really, dude. It was really bad. I was not thinking about Nazis anymore. I was thinking about all the supplies you would need being in Antarctica and how that would be a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm sure they have a little rotating vault where they make green peppers or something. Yes. Right. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Do they have one in the thing? Is what I'm saying. I don't know. They probably did in the cinematic universe of the thing, but they probably didn't show it because, like, nothing happened in the green pepper room. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta go back. We gotta watch the seven-hour director's cut of the thing. Is there one? I don't know. I would watch it though. <laughs> there it is. Oh, they got yellow peppers. <laughs> I see how they have it set up. That's a little hydroponic vegetable room you guys got there. That's very smart to have in Antarctica. The thing to me is very Oregon Trail. When you're planning an expedition to Antarctica, like everything you bring, you're taking something else and saying, I'm not going to, I'm going to exclude something else because something is more necessary. Yeah. And so it's very like when you start the Oregon Trail, it's like, would you like to put the piano on your wagon? It's like, no, dumbass. No. I've watched the thing like probably four or five times. And every time I wonder like, okay, who is like planning an expedition to Antarctica? You're going to need a flamethrower. <laughs> First thing. And it wasn't like the guy goes into the shed and he's like, okay, propane tank and pipe and I'm going to do this. No, the flamethrower exists. Yeah. Maybe I, it was maybe it was for tardigrades. Like yeah. we got to keep these water bears out of the facility. Yeah, that's probably what the problem was: is the tardigrades getting into their bloodstream and taking over their bodies. So, did you know that Antarctica is the only continent that does not have any reptiles? I would believe it, right? Because they're cold blooded. Yeah, you're gonna have a bad time, homie. Uh huh. And there's like not any dirt for you to, to go hole in. Yeah, if there was snow snakes, they'd have a great time because you could go right into that snow. Snow snakes. I don't want to... I think we need to invent snow snakes. I think snow snakes might be our million-dollar idea. Garbage Brain University. Million-dollar idea. Tired of your snakes (laughs) slowing down and freezing and negative 80 degrees Celsius? Tired of living on a continent with no snakes? Introducing snow snakes. They're furry. (laughs) it's the hairy snake that's hard to bake it's very fat and hairy super fat it's 
shaped like a hot dog. No, that's not a hairy bratwurst, it's snow snake. Really extra fat, very hairy. Watch snow snakes slither across the world's southernmost continent. He eats fish. He has beautiful lips. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some fish-eating lips. (laughs) Million dollar idea, definitely. The market's cornered. They don't have any fucking snakes down there. At $100,000 a snake, we would only need to make 10. 5,000 people in Antarctica. Yeah. How many, divide a million by 5,000. Yeah, uh, 200. We sell 200 snow snakes. No, we sell 200 snow snakes at a million dollars each. We sell 5,000 snow snakes at $200 each. No, we're genetically engineering. You know, we're doing CRISPR. Well, we have the patent on the snake now, though. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing CRISPR. We're putting the pube gene on the snake. Because these, you might think, oh, a little snow snake. Like, oh, it's a little furry, like Russell Griffin hair. You think he's messy? This snake is covered in coarse pubes. (laughs) Pube snake. (laughs) Some of the pubes are gray. (laughs) He's got beautiful fish-eating lips. (laughs) He's always fucking wet. He has a grease spot like a penguin. (laughs) And he just covers himself in grease all night. Yeah, the greasy pube snake. (laughs) Million dollar idea. If you're living, if you're one of the 5K people living in Antarctica, hit us up. You know where to get it. You know where to get the snow snake now, guys. Yeah. You know, we probably have all 5,000 of those people probably listen to our podcast. Because I imagine it's really boring down there. People in Antarctica, I feel like they would absolutely wow out. Like, there's no way you're living normal down there. There's no way there's any social conventions. Like, I think that's why you go, is you're like, how far outside society can I get? Like, I'm going to stand upside down on this planet. Yeah. I have a feeling that in Antarctica, it might actually be real uptight. Because it would probably be something where, like, we don't let you have alcohol down here. And everybody is really weird about the social norms and social contract because everyone relies on each other so much in order to not die you think so Uh i think it would be like in a plane that's about to crash i think people might look at each other and see something special (laughs) oh they're probably fucking they're definitely fucking but i'm saying well yeah that's probably all they're doing they're probably fucking like crazy it's probably like a giant fucking gangbang like orgy down there all the time it'd be like caligula i don't want to brag i've done math Yeah, you have. You can do math anywhere, baby. That's pencil and paper. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going to go to Antarctica to do math, it's not about the math. (laughs) I need to have my math be as extreme as possible. I need to do this shit in outer space. I need to do this in a fucking ice cube. You know who I think braves the weather to go down there? At least half of the people in Antarctica have to have, like, snowsuit fetish. Like <laughs> they just get a bone on all the layers they have to wear. Yeah, yeah, and everybody else like. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna take they're, thirty-five minutes to undress you. <laughs> they're yeah, they're just hanging out in the dormitory in the dormitory, and somebody crinkles past like they're wearing a beanbag, like 
Swish, 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 swish. Yeah. Why don't you swish past me one more time there? Right. Come try to find this dick. <laughs> Under all my layers. You're never going to find it. And that's like a very traditional Antarctica <laughs> pickup line is, you will never find this dick. By the time you do, I already nutted. <laughs> that's how it is in Antarctica. <laughs> Did you know that there's only two ATMs in Antarctica? Two ATMs? Mm-hmm. If you consider the fact that most people live at that one place. McMurdo Station, mm-hmm. right? That's where all the ATMs are, so you won't have to go that far. So actually, Antarctica probably has like some of the most convenient ATMs, as long as you're inside. Excuse me, where's the ATM? It's in the one building. <laughs> it's Where in, we all live. It's in the building where we live. <laughs> you should know this by now. What are you buying anyways? We're all just sitting here doing math. Yeah, what is the need for cash? Pipe gambling. Oh, I would gamble so much if I lived there. I wonder if you get paid a lot to go down there. I looked into it just out of curiosity over the years, and there's people that are like scientists, and that is not, you can't just be like, I would like to be a scientist there. Like, no, you have to be like already doing something for a university. Right, right. right. But you can go and you can work for Raytheon, Uh which is a United States military contractor company. And they've built a lot of the facilities down there for people to do their research. Uh And then Raytheon hires people to do like food service maintenance and stuff like that. There's a lot of facilities maintenance that happens. Uh So you can work in a cafeteria in Antarctica. Yeah. And some people will go down and work there. And generally you'll you'll go down and work from like... October through April or something like that Mm -hmm. during whenever is the season when most of the people are down there because even in Antarctica, you don't want to be there during the fucking winter. Right. A thousand people do stay there over winter though. I looked into it. I mean, you get, you get paid somewhat and you have to work down there, but then you have to live in a little dorm. It's kind of like working on a cruise ship. I had a buddy once who played saxophone on a cruise ship. He had a gig doing that, but like the whole time you got to live on the cruise ship and just eat their food and... Get COVID. Back in his day, it was just norovirus, but... Yeah. Back in his day when it was just norovirus, I still didn't want to take a cruise. No, I didn't. There's something about being trapped that doesn't appeal to me. Being trapped on a boat does not appeal to me. Being trapped on the boat with only the specter of norovirus is enough for me not to want to get on there. Being trapped on a boat only with boomers who were there to like excessively drink and either like play shuffleboard or try to fuck is like just too much. (laughs) Not my gear that my transmission is in. I think part of what I don't like about the boats, the boat vacations also is that I enjoy like more solitary vacations. I'm not interested in having fun with a large group of strangers. No. I want to go somewhere quiet with my very small family who Mm -hmm. I know know how to behave in a museum. (laughs) So Antarctica is not a vacation spot. You cannot. You can. What? Uh Uh-huh. You could do like little boat things where you go and you will like do a cruise type situation where you go look at whales and shit. Do you get to stay in Antarctica? Mm-hmm. These are the, I guess there's like a bunch of islands in northern Antarctica, which is like the warmest part. So I would honestly be a little bit cheesed off if you told me, if you said, hey, I planned a vacation and I'd be like, swag, where are we going? And you're like, Antarctica. I'd be like, oh, fuck. 
the southernmost continent that is the fifth largest continent. <laughs> and the, krill. The coldest sea word. <laughs> what did you learn about Antarctica today? Did you learn so much about it? You know, there's so much stuff alive down there. And yet, at the end of the day, where are the dogs? Where's the flamethrower? I can't believe that my only knowledge I had about Antarctica turned out not to be true. I mean, we don't know that it wasn't true. There might be a cover-up. And what easier place to do a cover-up than in Antarctica? If you wanted <laughs> to cover something up in Antarctica, all you would do is simply kick some ice dirt over it. No one's going to come down here and see what we're doing. There's no ice cops down here. If there are Nazis in Antarctica, I don't want anybody to get mixed signals. I hope they freeze to death. I hope they forget to put on their little fucking swastika coat. I hope they go out and they start doing, they start kicking their boots and they put their hand out. And I think they just freeze to death. Like the guy in the thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in 1982, the thing was the number one movie in Harlem Township, Ohio, sponsor of Garbage Brain University. That's amazing that they have such great taste. Harlem Township, Ohio. And Natalie, you know this. I went to Harlem Township today. You did, huh? But I was like, I got to see it because I was over there. I was east of town. And I drove around and I went to Harlem Road. And I was like, they've got to have it here. But there was no signs. There was no signs. I drove around. It was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I drove by Mud Hen Marsh. I drove by some horses. You think maybe something that would maybe work better than sponsoring a podcast would be just getting a sign that said that your your town was there instead of trying to have online. Yeah, but we don't know how much those signs cost. Those could be 500 We should kickstart them. They could be $40. They could be $4,000. There's really 50 There's no... <laughs> There's no telling. $4. It's astronomical. There's no telling how much this... And you need like a couple signs because you need to make it to perimeter. If you haven't already, (laughs) patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. That's where you get the benefits. Patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. You can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and anything else. But make sure you sign up. You'll get the other episodes you've missed. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.